Hey everyone, welcome to the We Ship It podcast. Today we're going to be doing something a bit different. We're talking our first TV ship. Yes, this is going to be uh, amazing. We'll be discussing Nick and Jess from New Girl. This on-again, off-again couple is super passionate, and we're excited to get chatting on whether or not we ship it. So listen and find out. I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to the We Ship It podcast. This is episode three, and we're discussing Jess and Nick from New Girl. This couple kept us on our toes watching each season. The will they, won't they? I, for one, love to follow it. It was crazy to watch. Yeah, they were just such a fun couple to watch. Um, We love Nick and Jess. Um, Just a warning. If you haven't watched the entirety of New Girl, there may be a spoiler or two, as with most of these podcast episodes, but as this is less of an all-time classic, we wanted to make sure we noted that before beginning. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So let's dive right in with our questions. Let's Let's talk Nick and Jess. Yay! Um, Okay, so the first question we have is kind of an all-encompassing opener. So why these two? Why does the audience root for them despite all odds? I would have to say it's probably like they're just the people that they are, the characters that they are, their their sense of fun and witty banter, their chemistry is just magnetic. And they have, like I said, the meaty uh, chemistry that it's almost contagious for the viewers. The audience is captivated by these two and their goofy, polar opposite way of thinking, um, their relationship and watching their story play out. Do the two of them make sense? Yes and no. Jess even admits in a talk with her dad in one of the later seasons that there isn't, and this is quote, there isn't a logical explanation, but it is what it is. I love him. I wish I didn't, but I do. So there's really no reason um, as to why their connection is so strong, but they defeat all the odds. And at the end of the day, they stand together as one. So I just, I just appreciate like, there's no rhyme or reason as to why they fit, but it just, it's magical when they do. I love that because so many relationships, there really aren't a rhyme or reason, but I think we're going to dissect a little bit more the few reasons that Mm -hmm. I think that their relationship does well. Oh, totally. Um, So from from my part, I think the reason that these two hold such like an important piece of our hearts is because of the buildup. I think the buildup has something to do with it, you know. And I think there's something to that classic cynical guy slash quirky girl and the will they, (laughs) won't they get together. And, oh, they have these little moments where they're like very passionate about each other and you can see it, but they can't see it. Um, It's just something we all love really deep down. And that's something that really got like kept me watching, kept me captivated with was like kind of just really wanting them to get together. And the show did a really good job of building it up. And also, I'm not really sure how to describe this, but there are just some shows and they're more often the shows that stick with us most um, that create this obvious these two belong together storyline. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's developed. I don't know exactly what it is that they do to make it so. But other than, you know, adding a few cute moments here or there. But I think this is one of those shows. It's just clear from the very beginning to me that Nick and Jess belong together from like the first episode. Oh, um, 100%. And it just, yeah. And I think they also offer like 
non-problematic drama. So it, this show mm-hmm. in general is just something that's easy to watch and it's lovable. And that's what makes them and the show just so tempting to everyone, you know? It's it's so binge-worthy. Um, it's easy yes. to get into it and it's easy to just relax and appreciate um, the characters on the screen. Yes, I've watched this show more times than I should probably admit <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> But you're right. I I would love to dive in and see how writers create the story, the plot lines for their characters. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, they have to create characters and now they have to build up relationships that keep the audience motivated to join them along the journey. So I think that's really interesting. I would love to visit that and see like how writers go about doing that. Right. Me too. I I just love that. It should be a study. We should do a study of like what it is (laughs) that makes these couples so lovable and watchable. Cool. All right. So the next question, um, what are your favorite Nick and Jess ship moments and maybe some of your not so favorite? Well, I have a few. I love these two. Okay. I'll give you my, like, I have a lot of them, honestly, but I just picked a few. One of my first all time favorite episodes is one that, you know, I made you watch the other day, <laughs> the <laughs> birthday episode when yes. Nick, it's like the first time they're together on Jess's birthday. And Jess is just she so over like over dramatizes birthdays in general. And Nick kind of fails at providing her a birthday surprise during the day because he knows that like he's doing a party later, but he doesn't realize that she's going to expect something. And then Mm -hmm. she ends up going to the movies like she always does. And he shows up at the movies with everyone they know. And he shows this beautiful video, all of them talking about how much they love (laughs) Jess. And I just, it was so sweet. I literally. It is really cute. I just die inside (laughs) when I see it. It's so great. And then um, my second favorite moment, and this is a bit cliche, but honestly, is their first kiss. Their first kiss had been building for so long. And I have to be real. It's by far one of my favorite first kisses of all time. And that's with like all literature, like all these classic stories. Their first kiss looks so real. It is just, ah, it just makes me like crazy when I watch it. I sometimes will just replay it a couple of times. And Nick's line there too. What does he say? Um... He says... I meant something like that yes, because they because, had just been yep. joking about being like kissing each other um, and everyone was telling them, oh, kiss, kiss, kiss. I, and I don't want to do it like that. Yes. I yes. don't want to be that way. And it's he's like, like I, I meant something like this. And I'm like, yes, Nick. Yes. yes. <laughs> Get it, Nick. Get it. Um, so what are some of your favorites? And then I'll dive into like my not so. <laughs> okay. So we're, we'll do bounce, and back, bounce back and forth. All right. Um, mm-hmm. So surprisingly, I chose different ones than you. I was so- I was, I was kind of like, I think I know which one she might choose, so I'm going to try and um, get yeah, different ones. Um, one of my favorite moments is when Nick builds just the dresser, her the dresser that she needs, despite being advised by Winston not to do it. So Winston yeah. says, like, you will not build her that dresser. It's furniture. It implies that one day you will share it with her. And I'm like, yeah, okay, do it. Do it, Nick. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so I, I like he he gets advice not to do it and he's like eh, it's something that i want to do and it would be a good moment like it's just like a good friend moment for him so he so he does it anyways uh with no like benefits in mind and she even says like don't do it nick and then she's like but i it's something i like to do it's something i enjoy so he does it and i really appreciate that nick. um <laughs> another moment that i enjoy is when schmidt says that he is going to try and sabotage their relationship um, Nick and Jess decide to tell each other 
stuff that could potentially hurt them and make them break up. So I think it's interesting that they they aren't afraid to lay themselves out on the table right. and explain their deepest fears or the problems that they have um, about themselves or whatnot. They're, they're, they're just able to put it all on the table and just say, like, accept me for who I am, um, which I think is really cool. I love that about them. They're so and real. my last favorite moment. Oh, you have when... three, Dad. I, I do. <laughs> this one you Get can't, out. like, not mention. When Nick races to the loft to tell her that he loves her in, se- in the season six finale. Yes, um, you mean their kiss, the... Uh... Their kiss in the elevator. Yes. That was a good one. When they're like a great friggin' moment. <laughs> <laughs> when she like locks herself out of the, out of the apartment and um, she manages to get in, but he goes down outside and they switch and then they meet each other in the elevator. Just like a, a cute, it's a build up moment and it's really uh, solidifies their relationship. So I this think that's, show does like, so awesome. well with build up moments. Oh yeah, they really freaking do. They know what they're um, doing. Yeah. So then to go into some of my not so favorite. Favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sad to bring it up because ultimately I love their couple, coupleship, whatever you want to call it. But I have some trouble sometimes with different things that happen. One of the things is when they're not in a relationship, they spend time together trying to get the other person laid. And maybe, like, I don't know if you remember this, but there, there's a whole thing where, like, Jess, they're, they're ex-couples. And Jess is taking mm-hmm. Nick out to be, like, her, his wing woman. And to me, it's like, that's just not something that ex-couples would do for one another. Like, yeah, obviously, they're doing weird. it because they're in denial. And um, she just wants to get over it and blah, blah, blah. But it just, it just feels weird to me. And it just feels, like, not really healthy to me. Um, and another thing I don't like is when they run away to the beach after a CC and Schmidt's wedding. Mm. Um, now, I don't know if you recall this, but they I just thought it was weird. Um, it didn't really allow them to break into the real world as a couple. And it just felt like they were running away from stuff. And it didn't feel like the healthiest ver- version of Nick and Jess that we see later. Um and then lastly, the whole engagement thing really bothered me. How Nick takes the like proposal? forever. No, the proposal is nice. He takes like forever to do it. And then he like gets all upset that the first version doesn't work out. So he just mm. like waits again. And I'm just like, Nick, get over yourself. You should have <laughs> done it when you were in Europe, bro. But so those are my like not so favorite moments. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think, Buh? So, um, Mine kind of really had to deal with their breakup. So Nick and Jess realize that the only thing that they have in common is that they love each other. And they admit that they miss each other as being friends. Um, So they decide to break up. Um, But during that time in the show, Schmidt is living in Jess's room because Jess and Nick moved in together. So they have to remain living together in the room despite the fact that they are broken up. So I just feel like that is... It's, it would be so difficult to have that happen in real life. Um, I don't know. It would, I feel like it would just be almost tortured-like to have to wake up and pretend. And they even go through and pretend that they are still together just so that there's not an awkward um, atmosphere in the loft. So I just think that that's, that's, that's kudos to them, but it's also like such a hard moment to see them both go through that together. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of it either, obviously, because it's them mm-hmm. breaking up. But moving on to question three, because it kind of jumps off of that. Do you mm-hmm. think their breakup was necessary for them as a couple? What do you think, Devin? Um, so for me, yeah, I do. I think they needed some space to reevaluate this, themselves and their relationship. Um, there's the, that time old saying that says you never realize what you have until it's gone. 
Um, well, that's the same case here. They didn't believe they could work together as a couple, so they needed to see if they could work apart. They need to be separated, um, which as stated above, they do not. They, they, they are not able to. Being just friends only made them realize how much they do, in fact, work as a couple and love each other. Being just friends only made them realize how much they do, in fact, work as a couple and love each other. Their breakup made themselves and their relationship stronger. Even though it was painful to part and just as difficult for their audience to watch, I th but I think it was necessary to see them break away and then realize, like, oh yeah, I do still have feelings for this person. I do still want to be with this person regardless of everything that we would have to overcome. Yeah, I love that analysis. Mine's a little bit less like <laughs> in depth. Um, but but truly, in the moment, it didn't seem necessary to me. I was like, why are they breaking up? This is right. the stupidest reason for someone to break up I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. But seeing, you know, later when we watch Nick get with Reagan, um, seeing that he had some growing up to do kind of made me realize that it actually may have been necessary. I think the two of them, more than like, they just needed to be friends again. I think I think they just needed to grow. Like Jess pretty well grew, but I think she had to grow into understanding who Nick was as a person and accepting that. Mm -hmm. um, and Nick just had to grow as a person, like fully, generally. <laughs> he just had to grow as a person. I love Nick um, though. I love no, him but I too. Do agree. He doesn't he oh, doesn't understand the, the the mature nature of a relationship. He didn't exactly. understand that at first. Exactly. So he had to grow. But at, you know, at first when they first broke up, I was like, this is so stupid. But so I understood it over time. So I think the writers did a really good job of confusing us and then explaining kind of why it was necessary in the end, you know. Uh, so our next question, um, was Nick and Jess's wedding the one you saw for them? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and OK, this may just be me, like my opinion. This may have been the best wedding for these two weirdos. But to <sighs> me, this episode felt like a rush episode. Now, that's outer world talk, right? That's not like in world, like Jess and Nick talk. This is like the writer's talk. But I truly think that this episode felt rushed to me. It felt like they just needed to get these two married and just did whatever they could about it. Um, I think, you know, maybe their wedding should have been a little quirky, but not weird and not a failure of a wedding. Like, I feel like the whole point of it was just watching them fail at everything. And then Jess was like, oh, would would it have been anyone else's wedding? Like, if we didn't fail? And it's just like, no, it's not supposed to fail. It's supposed to be funny. Um, but so it didn't, it just didn't make me feel great about their future. And I think it did very little fan service. But you may have a different opinion. I don't know, Devin. Go for it. I don't think it was even possible to see this wedding coming. Um, did I did it meet my expectations of what I wanted for these two? Not exactly. Um, this <laughs> wedding was not perfect in our society standards of what a wedding should be. It, no one would have seen this wedding as like that's the kind of wedding I want to have. Right. Um, but it was there. But it was their perfect wedding. Um, they only needed it to be oh, them Devin, and their friends and family <laughs> who have supported them through it all. Um, like that's all they needed. They're yeah. they're not this big showy couple. They're not this big like we need to go out and celebrate kind of couple. They they really just needed it to be themselves and have it be intimate. Do I feel gypped as a viewer? I mean, yeah, maybe a little. But this is what was perfect for them. It mattered. Like it was their perfect ending in a sense. Do I agree with it? Meh, yes, no. I don't know. But like it was it was their moment for themselves. 
Devin, we sort of disagree, but I I'll, I'll allow it. You at least have a good reason for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, next question. Yeah. So let's let's compare their relationship to their ex relationships. So what are the good, bad, and ugly in comparison? Okay. Um, so what I did was I looked at one particular relationship that of one of their past ones. Um, I kind of like analyze why it was not working out or why it wasn't necessarily a good one. So for Jess, one main relationship that comes to mind is um, Dr. Sam. Um, the turmoil with that, the turmoil that this relationship put Jess through was difficult to watch. The relationship was just not as strong as what Nick and Jess have. Mm-hmm. It was originally just supposed to be a fling for Jess, meaningless sex with no add-ons. Um, so I never truly bought into this relationship as it continued to be developing. Well, we're going to disagree. Um, while I like the development of Sam from a, an analytical perspective and the layers he offers the audience from like a closed off dude to finding out who he um, is as a scarred individual from a heartbreak to finally understanding what he wants and going after it. Like I understand his development as a character, but Sam never fit into the picture for me with Jess. I, ne- I just never saw it as like a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily see the full element of a couple there so that's Mm -hmm. jess for nick on the other hand one of his worst relationships was with caroline in my eyes um Mm -hmm. here it always felt like it was one of the it was just a one-sided relationship he was madly in love with her but for caroline nick was just not her top priority um she keeps him on the back burner toying with his emotions and nick miller is too good to be anyone's backup plan so that's why i was like that true I don't like that. Um, I hated that he was um, hurting himself to try and fall in love with someone. So Yeah. And so as far as like my response to this, there are characters that I really just put on the back burner and said like these don't matter. Caroline (laughs) was one of them. I mean, she showed a lot of she showed a lot of Nick's development in her being a character at first. But then in the end, she just didn't end up sticking with me. Um, And then, you know, Jess had Ryan, that British guy. (laughs) He was sort of bland. And Paul, I could not. Yeah, I I disagree. Okay, we'll get to that later. (laughs) He was just like a piece of butt for her. And I was like, stop it. A piece of butt with a good accent. Um, (laughs) But and Paul, I don't even really remember the guy other than the weird Thanksgiving that he was there for. But Mm. so I kind of did the same thing. The two couple that I thought like were the least terrible for them that weren't like um, Nick and Jess themselves. Nick with Reagan. This is the least terrible relationship he had, but they were terrible for each other. Um, Reagan really didn't give a crap about the things that Nick cared about, and it was completely obvious, and they did a really good job of showing the dichotomy of the way Jess cared about him and the way like Reagan did not care about him. But I think that that is one of the relationships that he was most mature and maybe most okay. like liked her. Um, right. And it affected him most. And then Jess with Dr. Sam, like you said. So I actually think they were a good match in the beginning. When they brought him back as a weird hippie, I thought that was weird. <laughs> and then they started to make this whole thing about how Jess was like a stalker or whatever. And it was funny, like very funny for the comedy side of this show. But I thought it was weird and unhealthy. And like, I think the only reason they really did it was to make Jess and Nick's relationship look a little bit better. Um, Because Nick and Reagan were actually terrible for each other. Whereas I think Dr. Sam and Jess had 
a lot of appeal. And they were actually two really deep characters who could have made it work if they were both healthy people. Um, but uh, mm, obviously, okay. I think Jess and Nick were better than Jess and Dr. Sam. But I think Dr. Sam gets a bad rap here. Like, I just think people don't appreciate him enough. Yeah, sure, they started out, you know, just wanting sex from each other. But at the same time, I think that they they both actually developed real feelings for each other. And then the weird hippie phase came and I was just not (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I think that that's, that's, those are the two main ex relationships I would say. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll part. (laughs) (laughs) We'll agree to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question. If they didn't end up together, Nick and Jess, who do you think they should have been with? No one. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm kidding. Well, I mean, I'm not really kidding. But so if I had to pick, I would say Jess with original Sam, not with weird hippie Sam, which you're mm-hmm. probably going to disagree with me. <laughs> and I would say Nick and Reagan because Reagan's the only one that didn't like literally try to kill Nick at points. And we didn't really talk about this one girl he was with. I don't even remember her name. But remember, he like didn't understand her irony. Do you remember this girl? She was so weird. We won't even remember. get into it. I remember it the one like, I remember um trans granddaughter. Oh, I forgot about her. I when just they, feel like when, all when these they different... when they thought that she was um homeless, but she was really actually like really rich. Yes, <laughs> yes. And honestly, like I appreciated her character actually. Like I really did. I forgot about her. Maybe we'll have to talk about her more. No. Um but so I think Jess and original Sam and then Nick with Reagan, if I had to pick for him. I mm-hmm. think like he I think he as a person could get over her not caring about his work, but it wouldn't be healthy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So that's where I'd go with that. What about you? For me, I said Jess and Ryan. Um, mm. I know I know you're going to disagree. Boo. Boring. I so I always found Ryan to be the second best match for Jess. Uh, their chemistry was just perfect, and they were both in the same profession, so they knew they like we knew that they meshed well together. Mm-hmm. Um, did the relationship move too fast, and did she jeopardize her job um, to be with him? Yeah, okay, sure, but like they just fit so well together. They were, but he was del- a jerk in the end. <sighs> that I don't think <laughs> that was. Mi- I disagree with the writers because I don't think he would. I don't think his character would have made that decision to not show up. I agree. Um, they were just dealt with difficult cards, and I think that they played them well. Unfortunately, long distance across the pond did not work out for them. So long distance is hard for anyone. Yeah, I, but I, I appreciate like I don't know. It was just like really out of the blue relationship. But I was like, I see so much potential in here, and I want this to happen. But it never like really came back in fruition. So. I guess I feel that I'll, I'll appreciate your analysis for Nick. I agree. Reagan was um, the next pick for him. Um, I just see like they allowed themselves to be normal with each other and not put up fronts. Mm-hmm. They like when she came back at um, Cece and Schmidt's wedding, she came back for Nick to be with Nick and she was nervous and he was nervous. And Nick was like, go talk to Reagan for me. And Reagan was like, go talk to Nick for me. So and then, <laughs> so then they finally managed to get together. So um, sure, Reagan had her faults and not wanting to talk about the relationship or pursuing her job over Nick. But I think that if they would have put more time into it, it would have worked out overall. Like they just yeah. need to get over that barrier. I think so too. They definitely had flaws that they wouldn't have gotten over, but I think there were some flaws they could have gotten over um, for sure. Okay. So our next question, what are the characteristics of each Jess and Nick that make their relationship so good or bad, depending on what you feel? So I'll go through um, each of them 
uh, separately, I guess. Um, Nick is a complete goofball, but he is charming and caring in his own way. Like yeah. he is constantly there to support Jess and even faces his own fears in order to be there for her. Um, mm-hmm. So I like I really see him grow in his love for Jess, like through his character development, through his he's able to conquer some of his own fears, some of his own like problems with himself in order to be there for Jess to support her. Um, even when they are apart, Nick is protective of Jess and doesn't want anything bad to happen to her. He wants the best life for her, regardless of whether or not that means that he's in it with her. Um, and Nick was fearful of what would happen to the relationship. He was so in his head until he made that moment, like, screw it. Let's not think about it. Let's just let this happen. It was all in his head. He was doubting himself. And throughout the entirety of the show, he always doubts himself and his abilities. Yeah. Um, so I really feel for Nick in those situations. Um, Jess, on the other hand, is so cheerful and optimistic. So they kind of like balance each other out in, the, in those regards. So it's hard, hard not to wish the best for her. Um, Nick even tells her dad, um, and this is a quote, she's got that giant heart that part that's part compass and part flashlight. So he just, like, feels safe around her. And it's a really cool um, moment. Like, he's on the phone with her dad, and he's just, like, he realizes the light bulb goes off. Like, oh, my gosh. I like her. (laughs) Yeah, finally. It's really cool. Um, They're both just irrational in their own way, um, which I think is interesting. Like, for example, (laughs) Jess with adopting the dog. Uh, without asking Nick and Nick is irrational in his own ways um, with practically anything else so I just the the two mesh well mesh so well together Um, so I think it's really cool to see how their characters um, develop with each other through the show like they grow as a couple throughout the show yeah no I couldn't agree more and so as far as like Jess, I think that she cares a lot about things. And when it comes to Nick, he cares very little about many things. You know, there are those few things that he does care about a Mm -hmm. lot. Um, But she cares a lot about every little thing. She's such a planner. She is. She cares so much. And she just, she brings, what I think that does is it brings other people to better understand themselves. You know, like Mm -hmm. Cece, like Schmidt, like she just weasels her way into their hearts and she shows them who they are and helps them to be who they are. And that's what's important um, with her and Nick because she does the same thing for Nick. And he really needs that out of all the characters that she knows because he doesn't really appreciate himself. So she helps him to appreciate himself and to live well. And she just makes life fun, you know? And then, like, Nick, obviously, (laughs) it's harder to extract more the obvious ways that Nick makes Jess's life better because... Well, I don't know why because, but it just it just was for me <laughs> harder to pinpoint it. Um, but basically, Nick helps Jess take life less seriously. And he pushes her to take risks that she would not take, I don't think, without him. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really important because Jess is quirky, but she's uptight. Um, so he kind of he kind of helps her out of that. And I kind of agree with what you said. While Nick is kind of lazy, he is a protector. He is a protector like you would not believe. And he's a protector from before they're together all Mm -hmm. the way till after they're broken up, till after they're married. Like he's just a protector. And it's a great thing because it's what. And it's not just and it's not just with Jess either. It's with anyone that he encounters. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. He knows how to stick up for the people that he loves. Yeah, he has really great characteristics that don't show themselves as obviously as Jess do because Jess is bubbly Mm -hmm. and people just are attracted to that. Nick is like more cynical and a little like hard to 
grasp at times, but I think that he is a very deep and loving person. Just someone oh, that like it takes a little bit less or it takes a little bit more deep diving. You have to really see through like his facade that he puts on as like this um down in the dumps kind of guy. Just really mm-hmm. see through to his heart. Okay, I'm going to move on to the next question. So is their relationship vital to the show? In other words, could New Girl have existed without it? Interesting. Um, In part, yes, and in part, no. Um, As we said, Nick fell in love with her the moment he saw her, the moment she walked Mm -hmm. into the loft. Um, So we know there was going to be something between them. And let's be honest, we love these two. But I don't think the show's success centered around this couple. The show existed through around the friendships built within the walls of the loft. It doesn't just focus on Nick and Jess. It focuses on Schmidt. It focuses on Winston. It focuses on Cece and Allie and all the other relationships that are um, involved throughout it. So each relationship is a crucial piece to making New Girl what it is slash was. Um, the character development is what makes the show so lovable, which we mm-hmm. already talked about. Like They did so well in creating these lovable characters that each one is special in their own mind. I agree. I think I think New Girl would have fallen a little flat for me without Nick without and it. Jess specifically. Okay. I could have watched it. I think so. It's a comedy, right? It's a sitcom. So it's enjoyable no matter what. But I mm-hmm. think it would have been shorter and I think it would have been a little bit less drawing and appealing um, if it didn't have them in it. Mainly because um, it focuses so much on Jess's love life that I think it needed an end. Her love life needed an end. It needed someone who who perfectly matched her. And I think it was one of the main arcs, in my opinion, was their relationship. Because it kept drawing us to watch more. At least, in, in my opinion, it did. And and the show, comedically, is a genius. It's, it's very hilarious. There are some sitcoms that you just get bored and it's not as funny. Be, and you focus solely on the relationships. Mm-hmm. I think this show is funny enough it could have existed as a comedy in itself but it wouldn't have been new girl if it didn't have jess and nick as one of the central focal points Mm -hmm. and i think that their relationships their relationship really defined like what i thought of when i thought of new girl like obviously there's cc and schmidt which we're gonna have an episode on them (laughs) too there's cc and schmidt there is winston and Allie. who oh my god i love them literally i love them so so much um but I, I think I think Jess and Nick just had something in their relationship that attached itself to me and a lot of people based on the fan fiction world. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure. But um but yeah, so that's that's really where I fall on on cool. that. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. I, I don't think it was vital, but I definitely see the importance of it. Definitely. And the reasoning behind it. So yeah, I agree. Um next question. What values do we take from New Girl, from both the show and from the relationships within it as a whole? Um, Yeah, so definitely to respond to that question, I would say New Girl, it really focuses on relationships, like you were talking about before. The beautiful thing about it is we watched these, like, what was it, five, five like at different times it was different because coach would come in or like Mm -hmm. Winston would come in. Um, These these different broken people who came together under one roof. And they were all kind of broken from different things. You know, Jess had just been cheated on. Uh, Nick just kind of like was cynical about the world. Schmidt was kind of a douche, honestly. Um, Mm -hmm. And all of them made each other better. And I think 
that that is one of the aspects of New Girl that I really love. And obviously it's a sitcom. So one of the main values of it is its humor. Um, But if we're going to get if we're going to go in depth on it, community and how community can help you grow as a person and how other people can help you grow as a person is something that I think New Girl really does well to show. Um, I love that. Yeah. And I think so. Nick and Jess really do justice to this as well because these two parts of a whole came together and just just made each other whole and that's that's what relationships are all about and not just like love relationships Mm -hmm. like uh you know girlfriend boyfriend relationships but also just like all relationships we we kind of make each other whole in that way and that's that's what new girl really meant to me i love that and my my little spiel after this will kind of like key right into that Mm -hmm. um so my main piece is going to come from a quote um so i'll read it out you of all people know and this is coming from nick you of all people know i'm just the weird detour you take before you find the guy you want to be with and then jess immediately jumps in on him stop it nick i'm tired of you being the only person who doesn't see how incredible you are so like that piece just kind of embodies their relationship he is always doubting himself and she always sees the light within him yes he's cynical yes he kind of um goofs off about things and he's not as organized or he's not as caring about certain pieces but he doubts himself so much and he doesn't understand what life he brings to other people so going off of what you said like yes i totally agree like the whole show focuses on how you can help someone else be the better person today which i just love that Mm-hmm. it's beautiful I mm-hmm. love new girl it's not only funny but I think it has really good values and and that's what I enjoy about it um, but one of our you know what is this the second to last question is going to be how do you feel about the time jump from season six to seven uh, okay so overall I think season seven was a disservice to the viewers um, me too <laughs> They start with a huge time jump of three years, and each episode following um, is the audience trying to savor each moment of the end, but also try and figure out like what has happened over the hiatus. Um, the episodes themselves also jump time, specifically their proposal to their wedding and the following. Like they go from the proposal in one episode to their wedding in the next one, so it's just like a huge um, jump of time in each one. And part of me wonders if it would have been better to just leave it at the end of season six with them in the elevator. I think kissing. it would have. Um, I think it would have. But I do appreciate the writers' attempt to give the audience what they want with the hoops that they had to jump through. Um, I don't know. I just. I liked having it to kind of like bring it all together, but I also just wish they would have done it better. Right. hundred percent. And I'm just like, like I thought it was kind of cool when Jess and Nick came back and they weren't engaged and they did the whole Mm -hmm. thing where she pulled out her finger and it was broken. It didn't have like a ring on it, Mm -hmm. which was really funny at first. I think season seven just drug on. I was like, okay, obviously I want them to get married. It did. I was like, obviously, I want to see them get married, but like, I don't know. Like, we didn't need this. I thought it just left us on such a good note when they were in the elevator kissing, Mm -hmm. like you said. Um, But, you know, I mean, I can't complain for more content versus less. I just didn't really love it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people have opinions on that. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I think we're not. Please let us know how you feel about that, because we are not satisfied. Apparently, We're not satisfied. (laughs) Okay, so Devin, roll in with our last question. Yeah, so our last question is, do we ship it? Do we ship it? Oh, my gosh. Well, so as far as I go, 
Yeah, I totally freaking shit Yes, it. obviously. Yes, and so there are some flaws and weird moments, but I think it's totally normal for a relationship to have those weird moments because you grow from them. Um, and this mm-hmm. relationship just gives me the feels like nothing else. I don't know, Devin, if you feel the same, but it definitely I is 100% a agree. me. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, you guys let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. If you disagree or if you agree, feel free to reach out to us at the, well, not the, I keep doing that, <laughs> at we ship it podcast at gmail.com. So we've now come to one of my favorite parts um, where we read some comments from the audience. We only had one audience member write in, but man, was it a great analysis. So take it away, Steph. Yes, I love it. Okay, so this is from Kately, and Kately actually sent us two pieces of information. She sent us a paragraph on Nick and Jess and on Schmidt and Cece, so we're going to be using that later too. Thank you so much, Kately, for writing in. I'm so excited. Um, Okay, so this is what Kately wrote. Steph and Devin, thank you so much for including the awesome romances of Nick and Jess and Cece and Schmidt in your podcast. As a lover of New Girl, I've had conflicting feelings about whether or not I ship these relationships. Please see below my thoughts on each. As far as Nick and Jess... First off, it's hard not to ship these two from the beginning. It is clearly from early on in the season that Nick's inevitable attraction for Jess is there. Attraction that goes oftentimes unnoticed by Jess's naive self. Jess also loves Nick, but not by mere attraction. She loves him completely as a person, even the parts that are hard to like. She loves because they make Nick, Nick. However, though you ship it at the start, the introduction of Reagan into Nick's life makes matters more conflicting. For me, Nick's obsession with Reagan makes him kind of undeserving of Jess for a lot of the series. He forgets how amazing Jess is, how loyal she is, how dedicated she is to him and her dreams. Yes, Kate Lee, you're so right. Mm, I <laughs> but agree. Even as Nick is developing the Pepperwood Chronicles, he does not realize that the development of this series is really coming out of Jess's constant intervention, even with her teaching Reagan how to be a girlfriend. Which is something we didn't really talk about, but Jess really did no, take a lot of the teaching. She's really like the <laughs> the caretaker of those two. <laughs> she is. Um, so onward. His blindness to Jess's amazingness is frustrating. Jess deserves someone who appreciates all that she is, as Robbie so perfectly points out. Nonetheless, this struggle back and forth is a big part of what makes their love story so real and meaningful. The struggle is the reason why you can't help but ship them. They're not the stereotypical happily ever after ending. They show that to love means to choose to love every single day, acknowledging the parts you love in the other and the parts you don't love, but choose to love anyway because they make the other who they are. Even in the final season where Nick takes 50 years to propose to Jess, which pretty much, um, we see Jess continue to choose Nick. She may not like the way he does things, but she wouldn't have it any other way. For another way would mean a different Nick. And she loves Nick just the way he is, oblivious and all. Yes, thank you, Caitlin. A hundred percent. That was a that. great analysis of that, I think. And we didn't um, talk about Robbie either. In- no, we yeah. didn't. Poor um, Robbie is left out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally his character so <laughs> and that was a whole weird thing like him and mm-hmm. jess like weren't they related or something <laughs> <laughs> man but yeah so thank you Caitly, because you're 100 right like i feel like at times nick really he struggled with understanding 
and appreciating Jess for who she was. But ultimately, we love them because they're imperfect, and we love them because right. they choose to love each other whether or not they're perfect. No or relationship not, so. is perfect. No, absolutely. So thank you right. for that. So with that, it is now time to reveal the topic for our next episode. Yay, drum roll, please. So our next one will be on Elizabeth and Darcy. These two from Pride and Prejudice are obviously iconic in good and bad ways. Yes, and they're one of my favorites. So we're super excited to share this with you. If you have any thoughts on these two, please reach out. We would love to hear from you. Our email is weshipitpodcast at gmail.com. Or feel free to visit our website and chat in our forum on www.weshipitpodcast.wixsite.com slash we ship it yeah or you could also reach out to us on social media on facebook mm-hmm. on instagram on twitter um please reach out to us we'd love to hear you drop into our dms please and if you like the podcast it would mean the world to us if you would follow us and rate our podcast yes absolutely thank you so much for listening who's that shit <laughs> it's jess and nick Woo! <laughs> hey have a good one guys <laughs> <laughs>